We can wait no longer. My, you've got it. That's right. Hello and welcome to the Dare to Fail podcast. I am your host, Brandon Rail. My, you've got it. Let this intro feed you, get into you in a good way and pump you up. Because we are here today to talk about dreams and goals and all kinds of positive, awesome, amazing things. And I hope you're in that mood as well. Myself, I am actually kind of freaking out today. Last week on a a Tuesday, I finished my work in Arizona at doing the radiology stuff. I did what I said I was going to do. I set a date for myself to leave the job that I was working in so I can devote all of my time these next couple weeks to getting the things in order that I need to so I can move to Los Angeles and pursue my dream of becoming an actor, an artist, uh, playing music out there, right? I mean, the, the, whole, the whole gamut. But I am going to Los Angeles to pursue acting specifically. And I am freaking out, as you can guess. I am excited. I am terrified. I am anxious. I, 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 it's the whole gamut, right? The roller coaster ride of emotions here. And it is so easy, and I am feeling this myself, when you set these huge goals and you, you set these, these dates and these timelines and all this stuff, my God, is, does it become so easy to procrastinate. Because if you're anything like me and you like to plan and you like to know like this is how this is going to work out and when this happens, then I can do this. All of these little pieces in the, the, the moving machine of, of getting things going, you want all of them to go together. You want them to all be in place. And what happens? What, what happens in life like 99% of the time? It never goes the way that you planned it. I mean... And then what then what happens? Man, does it become so easy to be like, well, well, because that didn't happen, I can't get started, I can't do this, or I'm waiting on this to come through, so I can't really devote myself to going after it, you know, one hundred percent. And I'm here to tell you that you don't have time to wait on perfection. You don't have time to sit around to wait for things to just be the perfect conditions for you to actually get after your dreams. They're your dreams for a reason, and you have to claim them. They're not going to be given to you. That's not how this stuff works. And I'm talking to myself here too. So you have to just do it. Case in point, let me let me give you kind of a little bit of my what's going on right now. So I applied for a bunch of jobs out in Los Angeles just so I can have you know money coming in and everything because it's so expensive out there nothing full-time but I applied for radiology jobs to do what's called on a a PRN or a per diem basis which I'm actually really lucky that I'm able to do because that's essentially being able to work uh, you know on an as-needed basis if there's shifts open and you want them you're available you can take them if you're not available then you don't take them so it works out it's actually a really perfect thing and it, it keeps me from having to like do the whole quintessential you know starving artist actor who's uh who waits tables you know nothing against waiting tables it's just I can actually do something that you know I went to school for and then licensed for and I make good money at and you know feel like I can make a positive contribution in some ways and 
And then there's that. And then when I do it full time, it also feels like my soul is being sucked out of my body. So I have to always balance that. But the point is, I'm able to do a little bit of this while I'm also pursuing the acting full throttle because that's the reason I'm going out there. I'm not going out there to be an x-ray tech. That's just that's just part of what I have to do at this point in my journey to be able to survive out there. So I thought that applying to all these places about a month before, you know, my intended date of moving out there would be plenty of time that I'd, you know, have calls and I'd have offers and I'd have all this stuff, right? all set up and I would be able to make a pretty smooth transition out there, but that's not happening. And it turns out California does take a lot of, a lot more time than it does in any other place that I've been in terms of like getting your licenses to work out there, at least for medical stuff, certifications, training, things that they all, that they want people to have. So it doesn't just all come together like super quick. So what's the next move? Am I going to let, you know, the fact that that has not yet worked out for me, am I going to let that be what dictates whether, when, and, and how I go out there? I am not moving to Los Angeles to be an x-ray tech. All right? I can be an x-ray tech where I have, where I'm living right now in Phoenix, Arizona, and call it a day. But that would be definitely not what I want to do with my life. And I've always had this kind of headbutting collision with the job that I'm able to do with what I went to school for and the license I have and what I really want to do with my life, which is the creative stuff. However, you know, and I've, I've, when I moved out to Austin, the first thing that I did was quit radiology and stuff like that. And I did just focus on being an artist and everything. And I did get into financial trouble because of it. It was really hard for me to make my, uh, to pay rent, to pay bills. And then I ended up having to take, you know, kind of menial jobs that I didn't want to do either and paid me a hell of a lot less just so I could pay my bills, which is really kind of the, what happens to a lot of artists. And that's what I said. I don't, I don't want to have to be a waitress or a waitress, <laughs> a waiter. Um, I mean, I could be a waitress. I could put on a dress, a bit, but, but you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'm going to do that, but, um, I could work as needed in these, you know, situations where I have control over it, where they're not telling me you've got to work, you know, these days, every single week, you know, blah, 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 blah. This is your vacation time. If you're lucky, you barely get a lunch. If you, if you have time to get a lunch, which is what health, it's, it's so ridiculous in healthcare because you'll work a 12 hour shift and you'll be running from the time that you get there from the time that you leave. There's absolutely not, no time where there is not some sort of demand put on you by somebody. It's, you know, so you never could get a lunch that way. You have to like literally take it. There's people waiting. You have to say, I'm going on lunch because if I don't, I'm going to not get anything to eat for 12 hours and I'm not working that way. I'm not living that way. So anyways, that is, is something that I've always butted heads with. But my sister put this to me in a really good way. It's just like there's always a little bit of give and take you know, if especially if you're able to 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 use this as a platform, but to not be so married to it to where you're you have to do Monday through Friday stuff, and that completely eliminates any opportunity for me to go on auditions or to really to really throw myself into the acting scene in Los Angeles, which is the entire point of me going out there, right? So 
am I going to let the fact that these jobs that I don't even really want to do, the absence of them at this moment, am I going to let that stop me from going out and actually getting started and getting involved in what I really want to do? The answer, my friend, is not blowing in the wind. It's a resounding hell no. Uh, uh, uh. I cannot wait around for these things to to be perfect before I actually make the move. And it this goes against my my planning, my my meticulous sort of nature of wanting to be able to control things and wanting to know what's what's coming this way and that. I got to tell you right now when you start making decisions towards what you really want in life, towards your actual dreams, you have to be able to put a lot of that stuff aside and be coming from a place of your own intuition. And I didn't really learn how to start doing that until I turned about 30, to be honest. Your intuition is always there. It's always talking to you. It's that feeling. You know when something is not quite right or you know when you need to do something. But when you, until you start actually making those decisions based off of your own intuition, your life is, is, is not what it could be. And I, I, I learned that just over time because pretty much throughout my entire 20s, I had this intuition and this feeling of like, this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing with my life, but I don't exactly know what to do at this point. So I'm just going to do what kind of makes sense. What makes sense? Well, typically going to school, you know, working the job that's stable, that, that gives you benefits, that gives you all this stuff. And at the end of the day, you realize that you can't do that. With all of the, you know, the amenities and, and all of the, the perks and all the, the good things that come from having benefits and having a stable income and having all those things, those things really appeal to me. But when I really took inventory of myself and my life and I asked myself, is this where I want to be? Am I doing what I want to do? How do I feel about all this? And I was, I was miserable. The, the most miserable I think I have ever been in my entire life is when I was being the most like socially or societally acceptable in terms of how I was going about living my life. Like I, I really was following the, the path of of what I, you know I assumed everybody is supposed to do but what I slowly began to realize about myself was that no matter how well I played that game you know of of having you know the material things or having the having the job having the money having you know what you're supposed to go after right the more that it, it didn't matter to me I was miserable I so frankly I don't have a choice in terms of what it is that I pursue in my life. I have to pursue being an artist. I have to. It's not a question for me. And I know that there's probably a lot of people out here listening to that who feel that, but also feel incredibly trapped by just having to pay the bills and having to do all the other stuff, you know, the responsible stuff. But I, I'm here to tell you that you can also be a responsible artist. There's nowhere anywhere that says that you can't do that. And in fact, the people who are actually who have turned their art into a career, have turned their creativity into careers are extremely responsible, hardworking, intelligent people. All of these these things that you need to have 
to be successful, all of those people have that as artists. They're just using their art as their medium. And there's just, for me, I cannot sit around and wait for for the man, so to say, or just for these other companies or, or whoever to tell me, you know, yes, you can have, you have a job. So now you can, you're, you're going to be a slave to this. And then if you have any free time, you can go on auditions and stuff like that. It's, it's not going to work for me, right? It's the other way around really. And I don't know of anybody who is, who is kind of broken, broken through that, that invisible, uh, you know, prison of having to have the job that you don't like just so you can survive. I don't know of anybody who, who has broken through that without at some point listening to their intuition, knowing what it is that they, they really want to do with their life and making the decision to go after that with everything they have. And if you don't do that, I can pretty much tell you what your life is going to be until, until the end of it. I've known a lot of very talented, uh, experienced people who at some point decided that, you know, they had to have the security more than anything else. And then you kind of get a shadow of, of your dream. You kind of get somewhere in the vicinity of it, somewhere close to it, but not, not exactly what it was that you wanted to do. Because you have to be able to, to go all in on yourself. You got to be willing to say yes to that adventure. Very, very, very few people are willing to say yes to that. And I'm guilty of this too. We dabble in it. Maybe we dip a toe in it. We talk about it. But at the end of the day, all of our energy is going towards getting up early and going to a job that we don't like, making sure we don't upset anybody, making sure we get our paycheck and whatever, and then repeating it all over again. And I talked about this on the last podcast I think I did. My God, what could we accomplish if we had such discipline towards the things that we really love to do? Getting up, getting, getting out of bed, it's frozen outside, the sun's not even up, and then going into a place that you don't want to work? Hell right? It's hell. I don't know how, I don't know what else, what else to put it. So for me, I have to make that decision to go for it. And everybody at some point in their life, if if you're really going to go after your dreams, there's really no way of getting around that decision of trusting your intuition. I keep saying intuition. I keep saying intuition because it's such an intuitive thing. When you really get down to it, what, when you're asking these really simple, basic questions and that are oftentimes really, really hard to answer, they can be for some people, of what it is that you want to do with your life. If you get quiet, if you, if you don't let any of the fear or the doubt or the nonsense or the other people get into your mind and into your way, all you have is your intuition. All you have is those feelings. And if you start building from that, it's not going to look good to anybody else, but it's going to feel really, really good and really, really right to you. And I've been journaling about all my feelings and everything since, you know, since I stopped working uh, here in Arizona because it does freak me out. 
it freaks me out that I don't have a steady uh, income coming in because, you know, I like having that. I don't know anybody who doesn't, but I know that if I if I let that be the determinant, I'm never going to take the chances or the risks on myself to get to a place of change, to get into something that's completely different, that has nothing to do with healthcare, and that is in line with, with what I want to do with my life. I journal about this stuff. I journal about my feelings, and I, you know, I, I allow myself to freak out in my journal. I, I allow the knee-jerk reaction of, oh, my God, what am I going to do for money? Or, oh, my God, none of this is coming together and all of this stuff. And I just let it, I let it all out. I let it all out in the journal. And then I give it a few minutes, a little bit of time. And then I say, okay, we freaked out. Now what? And then I start writing. I start writing in a pla- from a place that's not built on in the fear or on the anxiety. I just write about it. I'm like, okay, let's look at this. Let's look at really what's going on. And when I do that, it never fails. I find the next step that I need to take. And how I do that and how I know that it's the next step that I need to take, it empowers me. That decision feels empowering. Waiting, I mean, is not an empowering decision nine times out of ten. Sometimes you got to wait. But for the most part, getting out of the current state or whatever it is that you're, you're in requires action. I remember if you ever listened to any of the old Napoleon Hill lectures, which uh, I, I recommend doing because it's, it's really interesting stuff. It's, um, it's empowering, it's interesting, and it's a little controversial too because he's kind of, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, the, the secret, you know, your thoughts become things and, and all the stuff. And I, I, do, I do believe that, you know, obviously what you think is possible for you is, is really what is possible for you. So if you don't think it's possible for you, it's not going to be possible for you. But he had the saying in one of his uh, lectures, he's like, he was talking about Napoleon, not Napoleon, not himself, but Napoleon Bonaparte, the, the French uh, general, whatever he was. Uh, when during one of his battles, they were getting ready to start and his uh, Napoleon's counselor or whatever came up to him and said, you know, the conditions are just not right for us to uh, to be victorious today. Um, you know, this, that and the other, the weather's this, the, you know, the, the tide in the ocean, blah, 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 blah. And he's and Napoleon basically said, I don't give a shit. Attack. We came here to get a job done. And that's what we're going to do. I don't care if the circumstances aren't just right. They're never going to be just right. We got to get this done. And that kind of stuck with me. There's also this analogy of like some some battle, like another general, right? They all showed up on ships to this to this place where they were going to try to conquer conquer the land or whatever, right? And uh, they had to they all burned their ships after they they landed. And they said that we cannot go back. We either have victory or we die or we perish here. And I know that seems extremely extreme, and it it really is. But taking those concepts and applying them to your life tells you what? You have to make decisions. You have to be very decisive. You can't let all of the things that are going to be thrown in your path take you off of your path. It's going to happen. I mean, it is going to happen. 
there's it, it, none of the stuff is going to be like a, a walk in the park. It's just not how it works. Okay. But it's, it's definitely worth it. So you got to keep that in mind too. All of the work that you put on yourself towards your dreams, towards the things that you want in your life is 100% worth it. It makes you a better person. You get stronger, you get smarter, you learn and you feel alive. God forbid it, right? You actually feel alive in the work that you do and the life that you have. And that's really what all of this is about. If you feel alive, then you're successful. And that's why I arbitrarily said, okay, the 14th is my last day uh, at, at work. Because if I, if I leave this open and indefinite, it, it may never, I may never get to the point where, yeah, this is the perfect time for me to, lo- to go, so let's do that. I said, this is the last day. I can't go back. I'm not, I'm not going back, right? My ships are burned in, in that respect. I also set a goal for myself saying that I want to be out there before January is over, right? So I've already cut the ties here with my work. I can't go back. I can't get another job. I've got money saved up. And now the only thing that there is for me to do is to win the battle, so to say, which is to actually make the jump and make the leap, put all of my focus and all of my time and just getting out there and finding a place that's going to work for me. It doesn't have to be perfect, but it has to work. And if I, if I wait around, I know exactly what's going to happen. And it's the same thing that's going to happen to you If you wait around, something's going to come up. It it, it will never fail, man. Something will come up. An opportunity may may show itself that you might be tempted that's going to take you on a completely different path away from where you want to go and what you want to do. might even not be a bad opportunity. Probably would be a decent opportunity if that was part of your plan or part of your goals, I should say, part of your dreams. There's so many detours, there's so many pitfalls, there's so many things in life that can take us away from our intuition that it, it's, it's not even funny. It's, it's like a training, I think, that we should all get at a very, very young age in terms of learning how to listen to ourselves and learning how, learning how to not fall for the things that are so easy to fall for. And I, I know that because I've fallen for him too. Like I said, for a very long time, I worked a job that I didn't really want to because I didn't know what else to do. I didn't know that I, I was even capable of following my dreams. I didn't know it was possible. And I'm here to tell you that it is 100% possible. And I can promise you that it is because I've done that. Am I a a millionaire, billionaire, entrepreneur and all this stuff? Absolutely not. But I am a person who has quit his job, who has moved away from their own hometown and moved to a new place that they've never been before. I'm talking about when I lived in Austin and rebuilt from the ground up there and pursued the things that I really wanted to pursue. And to me, that was such a resounding success. I, I, I can't even begin to describe it because what I got to learn and what I got to see and what I got to experience. And once you get a taste of the other side, you can't go back. You can't go back. I worked at this place, this, this recent place, because when I came back, 
I started taking classes in Phoenix for acting because that was also something I discovered while I was in Austin as well, which probably would have never have discovered if I had never taken that chance here. And now here I am sitting today talking about my future as an actor in Los Angeles. Isn't that crazy? I took the job here in Phoenix while I was going to school and I was studying and I was working on it and I started doing plays and little short films and these little things here and then I left the acting school that I was at because I knew that it was time to go and then I just had the job here and it was the most miserable time of my life. I felt like it, it was worse than I think when I worked in the hospitals and had to work full time because I had I felt like I had already beat that giant and it's crazy how things in life consistently challenge us and it's oftentimes the same things and it comes at us from different from different ways and it pre presents itself in different ways as well but it's still the same monster it's still the same thing and I had gotten back into you know the grind the grind of it all, which was never supposed to be like that. It was never it was never intended on being like that. And lo and behold, there it was. And now that I think about it, it's kind of like a message. When you're it's so miserable in some place that you work at or, or you hate your life so bad, be thankful that you hate it. I know that that sounds crazy. That is a message being sent to you from your intuition, from from God, from the universe, from whatever. It's telling you, it's screaming at you. Bitch, it's time to change. And that was, if I would have been comfortable at the place that I worked, how easy would it have been to just be like, you know what, this ain't bad. It could be worse. And never have done anything. Never have left. But no, I, I despised it. <laughs> Not the people I worked with, but the job itself, because 12 hours, 12 hours in hell. I don't know how else to put it. And uh, I was done with that. So arbitrarily set the date, and I got out of there. I'm here. I'm free now. I'm talking to you guys on this amazing podcast from all over the world, wherever you guys are listening. I've got a hot cup of green tea. I've got a journal here, and I've got a plan. I got a notebook and a pen and a pad. And I feel like I can figure anything out from there as long as I'm coming from the place of, of it's time to attack. Like Napoleon told his, 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 his generals, I don't care what the circumstances are. We're going to get this done. And I think that's what you have to look at as well for yourself. You cannot wait because the circumstances may never come. The chance that you thought was, was not a good chance was the only chance that you had. And you let it pass and you let it slip by because of things like that. Because, you know, the circumstances weren't just right. Well, I'm here to tell you they probably are never going to be right. So you might as well just get it done. And if, if you've never made like such a huge change like this before in your life, like quitting a job that you've been at for a long time or completely changing career paths or whatever, I want you to know that you're going to experience these feelings of euphoria and satisfaction with yourself and like uh, dare I say pride in yourself when you stand up for yourself and you decide that you're not going to be doing something that you don't want to do anymore and it's a feeling that I really hope that everybody at some point in their life experiences and it's a feeling that you can feel actually really 
really rather soon if you decide that, you, that you're going to take those chances on yourself. And it's incredible. It's scary and it's adventurous. It's all of these things that make you feel alive and as scared and as anxious and excited and all the things that I'm feeling right now, I am also incredibly proud of myself for being able to just, to just do it. It's so easy to give up on things in life. It's, it's just so easy to do. And I just, I don't ever want to give up. I don't ever want you guys to give up either. So regardless of hearing back from all of these jobs that I applied to, I'm still going out there. I'm going to go out to LA here probably in a week and scout more of the areas in terms of places where I would like to live and location wise and stuff. I was trying to work closer to live closer to where I might be working but since that's up in the air, I'm just going to kind of look for a, a generalized central area that's going to be good. And then bar none, I'm just going to go. And I am going to work my ass off to make it work out there. I can't wait. And neither can you. So don't wait. All right. So I've rambled enough for one day. I'm going to be definitely talking to you guys about my journey and all this stuff on here. About what's going to happen, what's happening all that stuff. And I think I'm actually going to have my sister on here. We're going to do a podcast about uh, anxiety, overcoming anxiety and dealing with anxiety because uh, she's really good uh, actually talking about that stuff. She's helped me out immensely and she's, she's, she's dealt with it herself. So it'll be really cool. And um, yeah, thank you all for listening. I love you guys so much. And hey, dare to fail, man. Go out there. Don't wait. To start making changes and start start making decisions. Attack! Boy, you've got it. Hey, what's up, people? Just really quickly wanted to add if there's anybody out there who would like to be interviewed for this podcast or has any comments or questions or concerns that they would like to address with me, feel free to reach out. My email is f r a e h l at gmail.com that's f-r-a-e-h-l at gmail.com you can also leave me a comment also if you're in the area of phoenix please stay tuned on my website for show dates concert dates play dates actor dates anything if you just want to hang out with me i'd like to hang out with you yeah just check it out it's all on the site b-r-a-e-h-l.com that's b-r-a-e-h-l.com goodbye for reals